Today on Feeding My Faith, I know what you're thinking. Meditation? Seriously? No, I don't do that. Yeah, you do. I'm going to tell you how to replace it. I'm here to praise your name, Lord. That's what I'm talking about. I'm here to lift the name of Jesus high. All right, welcome to Feeding My Faith. I am your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting. If you're new to the show, it's very simple. We try to make God simple. We uh, we read some scripture, and we kind of look for how it jumps out at us, and then we see how that applies to our life. That is the normal format. And today we're kind of kind of break it. Well, maybe a little. Everything we talk about today, you can find at feedingmyfaith.com/slash forty nine. And I should mention that today's show is brought to you by MyFaithClothes.com. If you, if you haven't gone there yet, it's a great way to support the show, MyFaithClothes.com. And I've read, you know, all sorts of things about how you should focus and you should meditate on Scripture, right? Find a Scripture and just focus on it. Repeat it to yourself throughout the day and just let it stay in your stream of consciousness for the day. And uh, I'm like, okay, but we're just not in the habit of that. Or so we think. And we do. We're just meditating on the wrong things. Like, what do you mean? Well, I don't know. I just looked at my bank account and I looked at the month and I went, wow, wow. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have too much month at the end of the money. You ever been there? And then as you walk through the day, you focus again on, am I going to have too much month at the end of the money? And then later on, you look at your gas gauge and you're like, oh man, am I going to have too much month at the end of the money? We meditate on it. It affects how we feel. It affects how we live. It affects how we think and how we treat people because we're stressed out, because we're upset, because we're worried. And we get freaked out and we don't realize it. But what we're doing is we're taking a single thought and we're focusing on it throughout the day. That's called meditation. But for most of us, we call it worry. And so my point today is it's time to replace worry with prayer and with proper meditation. Find a Bible verse that works for you. And this is where you need to be digging into the Bible and find something that jumps out at you. And then focus on that. There are all sorts of great Bible apps. And there's a verse in Matthew 6. It says, uh, "Do this is Jesus. Do not worry saying, what am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I going to wear? He says, your heavenly father knows you need them, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. 
Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And so, so many times we worry because we feel something has happened. Something bad has happened. A bill came in. Your child disappoints you. Your job disappoints me. Something has happened that you're like, whoa, this is not what I signed up for. And you think that you must have somehow pissed off God. Something somewhere went horribly wrong. And I'm here to tell you in Romans 8, 38. This is Paul. He says, for I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers neither height or nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In other words, no, there's nothing you can do that God is going to go, you know what, I've had it with that guy. Enjoy your life. I'm done with you. God is never done with you. He's always right there waiting for you to figure out that you messed up and go, you know what? Uh, I'm sorry. Let me try that again. And he's going to go, all right, let's try that again. Psalm 92. And I think this is one I'm going to focus on. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. So many people not going to church these days. And, um, you know, I get worried. I know people. I know people that were born and raised in churches. You know, our young people, our young people, they, they, go to, they go to church when their parents are old enough to make them to go to the church. But the minute they hit, you know, their 20s, the stats are staggering. When they get to make their own decision, they unplant themselves because they make church all about them. And it's all about you connecting with God. Not, do I like the music? Do I not? You know what I mean? But it says here, planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in an old age. I don't know about you. I'm not getting any younger. And God's word right here says that if I stand planted in God, I will bear fruit in an old age. They will stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my rock. And there is no wickedness in him. So people always ask at the school podcasting, why does it say Jeremiah 29, 11? Because when things get tough, when I get kicked in the mental, just, you know where I'm getting kicked. I'm not going to say, right? You mentally get kicked in the, uh, the privates. I always fall back to, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So not only a plan, but a plan to prosper. God wants you to prosper. But it also says, seek ye first the kingdom. So instead of worry, the next time you want to worry, I'm telling you, and and, and this is something that I'm starting to get into. When I pray, I say it out loud. If I'm in the car and I'm driving, instead of sitting there and just kind of in my head going, okay, God, no, 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 no. No, I I say it out loud now. 
And I don't know why, but there's something about praying out loud that adds something to it. I don't know. It's it's weird. But my point for today, if you're thinking, why don't, I don't know, I'm not a person that likes to meditate. Yes, you do. You probably do it all the time. And all I'm asking you today, get a Bible. Go to BibleGateway.com. Look for you version in any app store or website. And the next time you want to worry, tell God what you're worried about. And start saying what he said. When God hears his words thrown back at him, when you say, look, man, in Psalm 92, you said the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. You know, what is going on? And stay planted. That's the whole thing. Satan is going to try to separate you from God, and he's not going to do it in a giant punch. He's going to do it little by little. He's going to want to move you away, and then and then you do this, and you just, okay, well, I'll just go every other, and then every other, and then maybe you'll just little by little, baby steps, Satan is going to convince you that you don't need God and that you're coming back and that someday, and, and you almost made it, we got to eliminate someday, we got to eliminate almost from our vocabulary. Because Jesus didn't say, someday I'm going to get up on that cross, and, and I almost died. No, he went all the way. He was committed. And we've got to have that same conviction. Because without God, I wouldn't be here right now. I would not be here right now. I cannot tell you the number of things that I've done in my life or things that have happened when my mom died at an early age and I had to tell my grandma that she outlived her kid. No way, no way I could have done that without God. Because I just remember walking up the steps of my grandma's house thinking, I have no idea how to say this. I have no idea. I, I cannot find the words. And the cool thing about it, the cool thing about that horrible situation is I didn't have to say a thing. I didn't have to say a thing. She opened up the door and she knew why her two grandsons were on her front step. Amazing. As horrible as that was, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, how am I going to do this? And it probably was the looks on our faces, and I don't know if we said chit-chat or what, and she said, Mom's not coming home from the hospital, is she? Booyah! Didn't have to say it. He did it for me. So, and I could go on. I've talked about how I was shot at. Should have been dead. I should have had a bullet to my head. And God put glass between me and a bullet and it stopped a bullet. Are you kidding me? It's amazing. So put God first. Quit practicing negative meditation, better known as worry. 
And instead, my mantra, if I have one for this podcast, it's pray first. All right, something's happened. Not sure what to do. Step one, pray first. Pray first. You know, God says, you know, seek ye first. Seek ye first. How do you seek God? You pray. You say, all right, God, what is going on? I'm confused. I am sad. I am hurt. I am lonely. God, I am talking to you. Your Bible says to seek you. I am here seeking with my hands going, what is going on? I need some help. I'm telling you, that is much better than worry. Because the more you, if you ever notice this, when you worry, it snowballs. You'll be like, well, if I, if I can't pay that, and then that's going to happen, and that's going to happen, and then, oh my gosh, well, that could probably happen. And every negative, next thing you know, you, you're, you're, you've completely prophesized about Armageddon, and it's all because you, you got a bill, and then you're going to die. Your, your life is over, completely over. Oh my gosh. Quit worrying. Start praying. So God, thank you today for this scripture, Psalm 92, the righteous will flourish even in their old age. It will still bear fruit in an old age when we stay planted in the house of the Lord. And we know the wind is going to blow. We know the storm is going to come and try to knock down our tree. And God, I want to think about you every time I see a picture of a palm tree. Because, man, they can take the wind, they can bend, but uh, it's hard to blow over a palm tree that's planted, that's been there a while. So help me to stay planted. Help me to stand up straight and to flourish in the sun, in the warmth that is your love. I deeply, deeply appreciate that. And I appreciate everything you've ever done for me. And help me to pray first instead of word. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now, I don't know. Maybe you're a person that you just stumbled across our website at feedingmyfaith.com. Maybe you're like, I don't know about this Jesus thing. But I'm here to tell you if... It says in Romans 10, 9, all you got to say is, Dear God, I acknowledge you and I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived and I need your forgiveness. I believe that your only son, Jesus, he shed his blood, he died for my sins, and I'm now willing to turn from my sin. You say that if we confess the Lord, our God, and believe in our hearts that God raised Jesus from the dead, we will be saved. So right now, God, I confess Jesus as my Lord. And with my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. And at this very moment, I accept Jesus Christ as my own personal Savior. Thank you, God, for your unlimited grace which is save me from my sins. Now, we say, if you say that, that's it. Say it out loud. 
that you are saved, and I, I advise you to find a church and get planted because the storms are not going to cease. Thank you for listening. Our website is feedingmyfaith.com. If you want to share your faith, an easy way, myfaithclothes.com. Do help support the show. And uh, I urge you to get out there and testify to the truth. Take care. Love you.